This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport fan network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor. With mixed market bet builders, in-play betting and a selection of welcome offers, Make sure your Premier League is spent with BetVictor's Premier Betting app. 18 plus, BeGambleAware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. Back for Arfield. One up early. Scott Arfield. He's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. Oh, what a goal. What a goal from Robbie Blake. Burnley's first goal in the Premier League. It's something very, very special. Wade Elliott has that change of pace and he's got away from Montgomery into the path of McCann and the fire takes it in. What a strike from Wade Elliott. A bolt from the Claret and Blue. Oh, goodness me! What a goal from Patterson! If that is to be the one that takes us to Wembley, you cannot argue with that. Pure quality. Mike Conroy, still time for a winner, baby. John Francis! They came to York in their thousands. They're going home as champions. I'm not sure 
I mean, if there's any justice in the world, Burnley would surely score from this corner. Swung right in there. Ball in there. Goal! Michael Kennan! Oh, that's justice! That is justice at the Amex Stadium! Burnley are level and deserve to be! Hello everybody, Sam's TV's just been turned off just in time. Thank you and welcome along to the latest episode of the full-time show. Um, it's mixed feelings tonight because we're back above Leeds. We would have took that, at, I'd have took a draw this morning. I'd have took a draw this morning, but the way the game has gone, going wonder up, conceding to a foul throw and some poor defending, missing a... Um, not necessarily a sitter, but a chance that should be buried. Some good defending. And then the red card and then the fucking handball from the referee. I don't feel as happy as I should do. Sam, and your thoughts on the game? Oh, well, I was just watching Sky then, as you said, when uh, just as we went live, the reason I had it turned up is because they were debating the uh, red card incident and Dion Dublin, obviously, a Villa, former Villa legend. Um, I just wanted to, know legend, what his, yeah. I wanted to know what his uh, opinion was of it. And even he said it's harsh. He says, you know, his foot does come up slightly after he gets contact, but he says he thinks that it's to stop him getting his leg underneath himself. Uh, but yeah, everyone's saying it's harsh. Even Dion Dublin, who said that the the goal that we'll go into later on with Matty Cash was was fine. Um, Matty Cash being the guy who took the throw in. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm, it's not fine in that sense because it is a foul throw, but I'm not overly... A lot of people are texting me about that, saying, "Oh, fucking hell, I can't believe that that's happened." But if his foot, if his foot had got back two more centimeters, would 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 it would, would it have been any different? No, they'd have still scored the goal. So I just look at that and think bad defending more than anything else. Yeah, hundred percent. But like, I just use it mainly as a reference to say that you know we could argue if he wanted to be biased, he could say there's nothing wrong with that. But he was laughing while doing it because he knew that it were you know one of them things. He says. Um, but then changed his opinion to the uh, Matt Lawton one after that and then said that that was not a red. Um, and I think yeah. that the commentator said something that, that just like, stuck with me, really, that if that was a yellow card given at the incident, it would never have been overturned to a red. No, I don't. this is what annoys me. I don't understand why it's not been rescinded. Yeah, because it's an obvious error. I mean, uh, but with Burnley fans, we love uh, when people go in on each other. We love the fact that, that you know someone makes a, a hard challenge, and it was just a hard challenge. That's all it was. It wasn't vicious. There was no. I mean, you you and me have no Matty. There is no vicious side to Matty. He he, he just plays football, and I can't see that being a red. It's never a red. I, I'm yeah. sorry, it's never a red. And I I. I... I like to see myself as one of these people that can look at stuff without my claret tinted glasses on and can say, yeah, fair enough. Like the Ramsdale incident earlier in the season uh, when he got a hand on the ball and everyone screamed for a penalty. Uh, I said at the time, like, that's not a penalty. And he gave a penalty. I'm like, VAR is definitely going to be seeing this. And I was arguing with people on Twitter. People like, oh, it's definitely a penalty because he's gone through the man to get the ball. It was never a penalty. But on this occasion, I think we've been slightly robbed. We we can feel aggrieved. When you look at the Tottenham incident, the Ashley Barnes penalty to, by the letter of the law, I agree it's a penalty, but the law is bullshit, is my argument. How is that any different from the handball that Villa had today? What is the difference? Can anyone tell me what the difference is? 
Well, mate, you've you hit the nail on the head. There is no difference. And that was always going to be my example. I think it'd be everybody's example that you can't give uh, that last week's penalty, which for me was a penalty in, in terms of his hand shouldn't have been up there. And I said that on the time and I said it afterwards. The fact that he got pulled and pushed to get his arm up there, that's a dip. I'm not debating that. And yeah. I'm saying that if his hand's up there and it's his arm, by the letter of the law, me and you agreed, it's a penalty by the letter of the law. The law's shit. But then where's the law in our favour on this occasion? Because that's the exactly. law. His arm is up in the air. It's his arm. If anyone's got a picture, by the way, of today's incident, please hey, add a DM it, mate. You do you, mate. You, you please take a picture of that and send it, mate, because I want to put that together side by side next to the one at the weekend, because I've still got a picture yeah. from that one at the weekend. Fire it over, mate. Okay, now. Um, JT Taylor, thank you. If you're watching, please get your comments in. If you don't want to comment because you don't want your comment to be brought on screen, just hit the like button. In fact, everybody, no matter whether you're watching, whether you subscribed or not, stop what you're doing. Hit the like button. Come back to the show. Thank you. If you're not subscribed yet, please subscribe. It takes literally 1.2 seconds. And if you're subscribed and you're liking it and you want to show more support to the channel, then please feel free to send a super chat because super chats are now on. And JT Taylor says we are staying up. And that is something I do want to talk to you about, Simon. Yeah. We'd have took that this morning, wouldn't we? 100%. I've said all week, and, I, and I've said it today. I've been at football matches with my son today. And I've said to all the parents, who come, oh, what do you think about tonight? Big night tonight for the Clarets. Just don't get beat. It was the golden rule today. Do not get beat. How we get, didn't get beat is another thing that we'll come on to, I'm sure. But do not get beat. It is now... The, the gods can shine upon us, whatever, for today, but he's still in our favour, and that's what's important. Sorry. Yeah, we needed to leave. No, sorry. I, I thought, fuck it, he's talking. I'll go for a beer, and you finish straight away. But, um, yeah, I wanted it to... I want I want to go into Sunday. My camera's shit. I don't know why it's doing this. It was fine or watch along, by the way. As soon as I start on this one, it, I think it's when I have someone else on it. It can't handle the, 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 the RAM or whatever. Anyway... Um, what were I saying? Yeah, the we needed it to be back in our hands for Sunday. That's what we needed. We needs to be if, if we win on Sunday, we're safe. Fact. Unless Leeds dick Brentford 25-0. That's not gonna happen. So yeah, golden rule there. You are right. We needed to to make sure that it was still in our hands on, on, on Sunday. And at the minute it is. Darren Morgan says, I'm sorry, but I would have taken a point before the game playing against 12 men in a corrupt VAR decision. Just leaves a sour taste. 100 a pen. And more blatant than the Barnes one given against Spurs. Yeah, that's exactly what me and Simon have just said. Demonic Golfer says that ref blowing for every little thing. Joker performance, yeah, 100% agree. Um, the Dragon uh, officials are a disgrace to their profession. Yeah, it weren't weren't great. Um, Shelverton says, don't expect us to go easy on Sunday. Frustrated Everton won. Um, yeah, I think that's a Newcastle fan because he's got Shelby in his picture. Yeah, we don't expect that in the slightest, mate. Um, you can do if you want. You send leads right. down. My, uh, you saw my phone, mate. My phone was going off all match, and the amount of people telling me that that referee's shit was unbelievable. It's, it's. I, I'm not one to bring the c word out, especially when I sometimes go on, you know, official Premier League right. shows. Corruption, Simon. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's, it's so close. I, I'm not saying for one second. A lot of people have brought that word out, but you could not get more closer to blatant corruption. I don't think it's I don't think it's um intended corruption. I just think it's it's, it's bias. Yeah, it's bias towards bigger clubs and it's been oh, there for years and, and when I, I how long ago is it now since I worked at Radio Yorkshire? 6 years yeah, ago I got a med redundant when I was like 28 29. 
and I was saying then and arguing with with um with with Danny at the time. Obviously, um, he's a Bradford fan, but I remember at the time saying there is bias in the in the Premier League to bigger clubs in all football, and I think tonight and Sunday is a perfect example of that. Hundred percent. Spurs get that decision. It's an argument. It takes a long time to decide, but let's decide it right because it is Spurs. Uh, Burnley's incident. It's takes a long time to decide. I will just leave it. We can't decide. No, that's not how it works. It, it, you can't. There's no way they've said that is not handball because it hits his hand. And what they do is they rewind the video, and you can tell with VAR whether they think it's handball or not because they start looking at the previous. Is he offside? Is he not? And there was an occasion where they were looking at different angles of it. Like, is anyone doing anything they shouldn't be? So they obviously agreed yeah. it was handball, but was it a penalty? No, so no. I, I wasn't listening to the commentary. I watched it on the official feed, but I did a watch along, so I wasn't listening to the commentary. What was the consensus to why it wasn't given on the commentary? They they couldn't answer it. The, the commentator said, we're not sure. They, they were on the fence anyway. But the commentary said that maybe Ashley Barnes' foot being high was you know a reason for why it hasn't been given. It does hit his arm, but VAR decided it's not a penalty. That was the way they went down the route. However, that being said, they never took into consideration why Ashley Barnes's arm was in the air last week. So yeah. it doesn't matter what Ashley Barnes's foot is doing because it didn't matter what someone else's arm were doing last week. Yeah, yeah. Garros is in the chat. He's been down to Villa Park. Um, well, he said he wants to come on if you send him a link. Um, yeah, Garros, send me a DM now. I'll send you the link, see what crack it. In fact, I'll just send you anyway. Um, but, um, yeah, he says, I have never seen a more incompetent referee. I'll tell you what, I'll send Garros a link then in a second to act so I can try and get someone who isn't at Villa Park. I know Josh is in as well. Josh is here waiting to come on. Josh, you will come on. I'm not going to, I'm not going to forget you. Uh, I, I will bring you on. Um, but quickly, Jake Moore says, uh, drop long for the next game, question mark. I mean, the only person I'd have dropped long for is Lawton. Lawton's now suspended, so I'm not sure what we do there. Unless well, we go back to four four two, Simon, what would you do? I don't know how long it takes, but apparently, the, the straight away the the talk of an appeal is in. Good, good. Talk, that's so, it. Live, live breaking news: Burnley are going to appeal the decision. There you go. I don't know how official that is, by the way, but <laughs> it's official enough for me, mate. If you say it's official enough for me, but um, yeah. So when's the game Sunday? They'll probably out. They'll probably be on holiday on Saturday. You know they're not going to give a shit on Saturday. Either. They're not going to be in. So it is what it is. I can't. I, they, they'll have to get I, the decision. So, they have to get the decision on. sorted by then. Yeah, of course. Obviously, yeah. Because they can't. They what, can't let the Premier League be decided when there's a, a deciding factor involved. No, I agree. And what 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 what's going to happen? Like they're going to unsuspend him after the season's finished and say. Next yeah. time you're in Premier League or whatever, when EFL starts, if, if we go down, for example, uh, then you can play Lawton. Get it sorted ASAP. And if you're going to play games on Sundays, then then you've got to get your boys in. Um, Nick Port were fantastic. Yep, it was. Reece Stewart says, Ref and VR are atrocious today. I'm quite behind on the comments, so um, we'll see what everyone's saying. John Von Trapp says, never a red. Veghorst has to score. Now, Simon. I want to talk to you about Veghorst because me and you have been quite opinion opinionating on Veghorst in the past. We've got a bit of stick from people because we've said certain things about Veghorst. Is it good defending or is it a bad shot? I think hats off to Tyrone Mings. It is exceptional defending. And I, and just like Ben Mee when he's put his head on the line, it's, it, it can be done by being a brave, exceptional defender. Not saying he is an exceptional defender, but he's exceptional defending. 
Um, Vegos could have put it low on the ground, it would have gone in. He could have put it high in the net, it would have gone in. I think, could I think have... to be fair to Veg, I think his, his thought, Mings is going to just throw his foot on the line. So he's put it a little bit higher to try and get it over, is my guess. I'm just trying to think, I'm just trying to work out what his, his thought process is. Uh, it, exactly. He could have, he could have miskicked it. He could have fell yeah, on his arse. A dink would have been better. Yeah, he could have hit him on the back. He could have hit it anywhere in the net for the fecking place that he hit it. And that's yeah, what's I, frustrating I, because sometimes, and I know I've got my opinion on Vegos because my opinion is based on the fact that Chris Wood would not have got away with half of what Vegos has got away with. I'm not saying Vegos is shit. I'm saying that Chris Wood seemed to get vilified for, for a lot less. And he would have scored that. Ashley Barnes would have scored that. I reckon my left leg would have scored that, and that's shaped like a fucking boomerang. So I am yeah. not having. I'm not sure that, about that last one, mate. Well, maybe not. But I'm telling <laughs> you now, mate. It, when you looks out, your luck is out, and unfortunately, the times that every striker goes through it, and at minute he is in the looks out position. Yeah, I agree. He, his luck is out, but I, I understand what you're saying, and I completely agree in the sense of Chris Wood would not have got away with that. Garros, I have noticed you're in the room now, so if you want to turn your camera on, feel free. I'll bring you in uh, in a couple of minutes. Hopefully, your connection is okay, because when I tried to do it on a drive back before when Simon and Jared were on it, it just didn't work, so fingers crossed it works for you. But I understand what you're saying. Burnley fans would not have given Chris Wood as much breathing space, but I don't think we can... What's the... What, what, I'm trying to describe I don't think we can be harsh on Veg because of what other Burnley fans would have been to Woody. I just think we just need to give him a clean slate. I'm I'm I think he should have scored. Um U- Ujala says Veg Horse is a waste of time. Um but then Demonic Golfer, as I put on the screen earlier said Veg Horse was ready to celebrate, but it's just a great bo- block really. So I think the opinions it are mixed on it. But I think people are being a little bit what's the, uh, as they were to Chris Wood. As as they were to Chris Wood towards Vekos already. So I do think the criticism is coming towards him, but I completely agree. Chris Wood would have not got away with that. No chance. No, 100%, mate. And and before we even get to this chance for uh, Vekos, how good was Conor Roberts at dri- driving into there? He Sensational save. I mean, there's so many compliments to this game for the play- for the football aspect, not the refereeing. And Martinez, we a sensational save, tips it and then saves it on a second one as he's falling down. And then Roberts recycled the ball to a T. He couldn't have done anything more. I mean, I half thought, it's it. And then when I seen him get up and he had all the time in the world and Vegos was a man on his own, I'm like, no, square it. He did everything right. Roberts was sensational in that um, instance. And then Vegos just couldn't hit it anywhere else. He, literally, that's the only bit he couldn't hit the net. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I brought the league table in a long time ago and I realised I've not mentioned it. So let's mention the league table now. It looks better than it did this morning. Uh, we're on 35 points. Leeds are on 35 points. Both played 37 games. Our goal difference is considerably better. I'm not even going to work it out, but I think Leeds need to score like 20 goals to go above us. So all we need to do on Sunday is win. A lot of people are now feeling a bit more positive because it's back in our hands. Darren Morgan here says, can't wait for Sunday now, lads. It's still in our hands. The Clarice is staying up. That's not the thought process in my head. I'm just... No, I, I would... If it was possible to take... You know, uh, to, to ring the doctor up and say, look, can you put me in an induced coma and wake me up on Monday? I'd probably do that now. It'd be much easier to do that than just than just have to put up with the next few days. But Darren's confident. How are you feeling, mate? Um, 
I am ever the optimist, you know that, mate. Um, however, I am absolutely bricking it this week. I've never heard you go on about how much of an optimist you are and then instantly say however. So that, to me, tells the story. I am absolutely bricking it. Since that Leeds goal went in, the worst thing I did this week was watch that Leeds game. But I didn't that... watch it, you know, and I'm, it's the best decision I've ever made. My mental health has got so much better. Since the goal went in the back of the net and that bloody Gel, whatever his name, Gel flicked the ball. Oh, fucking unbelievably were. And then he chipped it I in, back four, bang it out. That my heart has not beat the same since. And <laughs> um, you know I'm meant to be working. Well, I am working. I'm in London on Sunday, so I'm missing the game. However, I, I rang my boss and I said, listen, I know I'm getting paid and I know I'm contractually obliged to do this, but can I do it earlier? and maybe get the half-12 train, which would then get me back just in time for kickoff. And he said, yeah, mate, no worries. Do what you want, pal. So I've got a two-hour window to Where's get my from? job finished. Um, Dan Sire. Uh, <laughs> I've got a two-hour job, a two-hour window to get this job done, to get back to the match, because I think to myself, this is the most intense football match in six years of the Premier League for us. Yeah. 100%. Garros, I'm bringing you in in 30 seconds, but I'm just going to read some comments out. There's a West Ham fan in the chat. He says, as a Hammers fan, we've been in your position on that final day feeling when you're fighting. Relegation is the... And then he don't finish it off. He probably means the bollocks or, or, or shit. But yeah, it's not good. I'm not looking forward to it. But Garros has been to the game, so I'm going to bring him in. His camera's off. That's fine. You can come in without your camera on. Um, his microphone's off. Matt, uh, Garros, just to make you aware, you're, you're, uh, he's unmuted it. There you go. Uh, Garros, what was it like being there? What were your thoughts on the game, mate? Good evening. It was a... Uh, evening. The atmosphere was fantastic. The Burnley fans were fantastic. Oh, yeah. can't, I can't knock any of that. I just don't understand. I can't... The only part of it I can't comprehend is part of Michael Jackson's team talk at half-time must have been we can't concede early in the second half. Because if we do, yeah. the plan's out the window. And it just went out the window. It went, They scored, and then, I don't know, I don't know where yeah. we went from there. It looked like the plan had gone wrong. We didn't have many options, because if I'm honest, it looked like we went for a draw. We were happy to get a draw. And when we got the Barnes penalty, it was a bit of a gift. Everyone was a bit happy with that. So when we went in at half-time, leading... I think he must have been clapping, his, rubbing his hands, thinking, this is it. Let's just hold on. And then 10 minutes after, plan's gone to uh, gone badly. I don't want to swear. I don't want to be using foul Garrett, language you, on your podcast. You mentioned then about the uh, the fans being uh, exceptional. That I literally heard, because obviously, Joe didn't have the commentary on. All I could hear was, we've got super much. Now, you said how good they were during the game, but how do they feel now at the end of that? Because it was so nail-biting. Oh. Have you have we lost you, Garros? I think we've lost him. We'll mute yeah, you for a sec. Oh, 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 go on. Sorry, mate. Go on. He can hear us now. We're saying that the fans were non nonstop. It was relentless. I think part of the part of that was that some of the pubs outside the ground, for whatever reason, were cash only. So everyone got forced into the ground early. Everyone was in the everyone was in the ground early, singing and chanting and like. There's a really good atmosphere, and like I said, up until half time, we were flying as a as a as a fan base, and it was just that goal, that early goal for them in the second half, took the wind out of our sails, and it it took a lot before the fans got back on board. Well, not 
the fans were still there, but it took a good 10, 15 minutes to, to get back to where we were. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, it's it's interesting though. You mentioned you mentioned the fact that you know we started slow in the second half. It looked like we we started we were slow throughout the entire first half though as well. All right, we we got the goal, but um, you know we 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 were we were second best throughout throughout the entire first half, and then and then second half we started slowly again, and we were second best throughout the entire first half. But we did look to start slowly on the TV. Is that how it looked in person? Yeah, we did. We looked slow the entirety of the match, if I'm honest. I didn't even realise, actually, until um, Simon messaged me that there was even a controversial moment with Barnes. I mean, it, yeah. live, that it, it just passed us by. I didn't even, didn't even notice it was a thing. Um, it was only when Simon messaged saying people talk about Barnes, possibly a red card, this, that and the other. In the stadium, nothing. Like, I genuinely didn't even know it happened. Yeah, I don't... I, I think it was one of them. It was just coming together. He's hitting with his elbow, yes, but it's not intentional, so it's never a red. Sam, what do you think on that? I just think that the only thing that made me question it, and I'm so glad he didn't get sent off, was that he's right. You know, when you jump up and you use your arms for leverage, you seem to use both arms at once, or you end up with one arm higher than the other. They were both the same height, and only his left elbow went backwards. That's my only concern. However, I couldn't have wished it to happen to a better person. Than Tyrone Mings, and and it was an accident, and and the letter of the law says it was an accident. So, um, but when we the effort later on, but when Barnsley was asked about it on Sky Sports, he was being interviewed at the time with uh, Tarkovsky, and Tarky couldn't even like you know when they just he's looking away, he's smiling, he's rubbing, he's rubbing every part of his face while Barnes is saying that he didn't even realise he touched him until half time. All the people were walking in the tunnel, and everyone was pointing in his face. And Tarky were almost smirking in the corner of his mouth while saying that. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Garros, then, obviously, I know you're driving home and stuff, so I'll let you go in a sec. But are you confident going into the final game this weekend? Are you nervous? How are you feeling? Do you think we'll stay up? No, you've got to be confident, and yeah. If we're not confident, then there's no point in going. I think we're going to win. We're going to win. I'll stay we're, home, gonna Lee's, we're, gonna, we're going to send Lees down, and that'll be it. Job done. There's no better club this to send down getting... in the Premier League. We're just getting value for money. We're just getting value for money and pushing it right to the end. There's no point season being over in February, is there? Well, <laughs> you say that, but I don't, I don't want to be sat in this position at the minute now. But yeah, um, thanks for coming on, mate. Appreciate it. We'll have to get you on more often. It's always good to get Garros on. Um, Simon, are you confident? Are you think we're going to stay up? I know you're ever the optimist. I know I've kind of half asked you this, but Garros has said you've got to be confident. I feel like you are a confident man. You try and make me confident. It doesn't work because I'm never confident. Um I don't know. Do you generally think we'll stay up? Genuinely, without just without just being... Because I feel like sometimes, and I don't mean this on you, there's some people on the pages that are just blindly optimistic. They'll say that they're, up, they'll say that they're staying up just for the sake of saying it. I, I am struggling to see how we beat Newcastle. So the only way that we stay up now is if, obviously, Leeds get beat. I'm struggling with the emotion of it at the minute, right? Because I don't... I, like you say, I am always ever the optimist. But however... I don't understand what I'm feeling right now. But I think deep down inside, I believe that we are staying up because I keep saying I'm coming home from London for this. I'm paying X amount of money for a train to get back, to go straight back down afterwards because I want to say where I was on that day. I don't want to be sat in a bar in London watching that on my phone because it's not on the telly or whatever. I don't know if it is on the telly. And watching that and saying to myself, I, w- I wish I were there. And I'm coming back because yeah. I think that I want to be a part of that 
uh, experience at the end of the game. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Josh, if you're ready, we'll bring you in a couple of seconds. Um, I know Josh doesn't have the same opinion on us as the handball, so it'd be good to get Josh's opinion on it. Josh, I'm bringing you in now. Josh, uh, I know you said on the private chat, how are you doing, mate? I know you said on the private chat you didn't think it was handball. Why did you not think that the handball right. was a handball? So I've just spoken to a friend, and he believes that it was a handball. He's seen still pictures. But in that moment, watching it live... When you watch the ball, you first see it, you're like, mm, there's a lot going on. Where's the handball? Because there was two parts there where I thought there could be a handball. The one that was discussed, but then there was another one where it was kicked towards Dinier's arm. Mm. And it looked like Dinier handballed it. Mm. So I, I was trying to decide between the two which one was being discussed. Then it went, obviously, the way it, way it did. Uh, well, Dinier's arm and then someone else's. Um, but when it's going towards Dinier's arm, you see it contact underneath like the arm like towards the armpit area like you do see contact but prior to that when it gets close to his actual outstretched arm it doesn't look like the ball redirects yeah it i think it's it's similar it's similar sense of the barnsley though one isn't it i think it, the ball didn't look like it redirected for the barnsley one so it kind of only clipped his arm barnsley and it's a similar thing today i think it only clips the arm yeah, if it does hit, it's only a clip because it just doesn't seem like the ball changes direction enough for it to be a major contact. Yeah, and then in regards to everything else, I couldn't say because as soon as Ings came on, came on, I turned off. Like, I just felt he was going to score. I had to turn everything yeah, I, off. I nearly, I nearly stopped. So many times I wanted to watch the watch along. To be honest with you, I stopped the watch along, but I didn't because obviously I'm here for my fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but red card. Then what do you think on the red card? I did see it. Arsene Wenger oh. style didn't see it or genuinely didn't see it? Like, I literally closed every tab on my PC apart from Netflix, sat and watched Netflix for 15 minutes. Interesting, interesting. There's a few people in the comments saying about the handball. Shelby and Jordan says it's handball all day, but Joe Clark it's, has a similar sort of uh, thing with you. He says, yeah, I literally don't think it touches Dina's arm. I, I could I be wrong. Does. I think it does. Um, I just don't think it touches it in a sense where it's going to change direction too much. Uh, a flyover Fred says, never a red. Um, Josh, obviously, huh. beating Newcastle on the weekend, we stay up. How are you feeling about that one? I think it's less about us and it's more about... I feel like the story isn't us. The story isn't Chris Wood. It isn't, um, you know, trips. It's, it's Brentford relegating Leeds. And that's purely because of the amount... You can swear here, right? Yeah, I swear. Yeah, yeah, of course, guys. Yeah, the amount of sh like, oh, Brentford fucking hate Leeds because of the amount of shit that Leeds gave them. Because yeah. Leeds got promoted at the expense of Brentford. And Leeds, Captain Liam Cooper, and I forget the other one was, literally sang a song on the club socials saying, mind the gap, Thomas Frank. Got spread yeah, around, then got deleted. That. Thomas Frank, um, Ivan Tony, they, those players despise Leeds. And they will do, and those fans will do everything they can to relegate Leeds. If they get nothing, that's it. Well, like, obviously, yeah. That's we, it. We, we, if they get beat, we know we're up. It's as simple as that. Yeah, exactly. And for me, it's it's mad. I've spoken to a lot of Leeds fans. There's one that I know who does YouTube streams. He's really... He's a sound lad, and he said that they have a really awful record in London. They've got, like, a London curse. They rarely do well there. They never won at Brentford's home ground, and Brentford hate them and would love to relegate them. I look at all yeah, that, well, and it just gives me hope. Yeah, I think that, that obviously I don't think we've ever won there either, though, have it? It's a new ground, but um, 
Uh, well, no, it's... they didn't win at Brentford's old ground, Griffin Park, either. Ah, they didn't okay, win there. Fair enough. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. Obviously, that continues because all we need, all we need to do, all we need to do, as I say, is is better leaders at all. But if you, if so, you're thinking Brentford beat Leeds and we stay up because of that. I think it literally could be two losses on the final day. Yeah, I'm I, hoping honestly, it's not. I, 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 I would love for I'd a W. Right I'd love I'd, for us I'd, to honestly, take a I don't w. care. Obviously, I'd, I'd rather win. Obviously, I'd rather yeah. win. But I, I don't care. I, I just want to stay up. I just want to stay up. So, um, um, yeah, it, it, it's one of them then. What, what do you think about the game then overall? I know you didn't watch the last 15 minutes, but we defended pretty well. You know, still um, not much bite up top. Um, but what do you think of the game overall and, and the game I think plan? it's clear why Barnes and Corner have become the front two for these past two games. I think when you see when Barnes scores, you look at how those two react to each other. There's clearly yeah. chemistry there. Like, Corne knows Barnes' celebration, does it with him in unison. So, like, there's clearly chemistry between those two. Um, Corne instinctively plays it across to Barnes to try and give him that, like, tap in. Obviously, it doesn't reach, but there's clearly chemistry between those two. So, I think there could be bite there. Um, it's interesting at... you say that because I'm, I'm thinking final day of the season... If Jay's back, what do we do? Would you still play Barnes and Corner up top? Well, see, there was a lot of indications Jay was going to be back today, wasn't there? Mm. So I'm very interested to know what happened there because there was very much a strong sense in like the um, pre-match conference that Jay was like the most likely to get back. Then Lanks Live was very confident on it. Though Lanks Live wasn't confident on Parky and look what happened there. So I, maybe... Um, yeah, you I, just I, need to listen to the Turfcast rumours. Listen to the Turfcast rumours. I don't know. I think you need to keep the people who know the players that we have on that Newcastle team. So yeah, you definitely need Tarky at the back. If me yeah, is Tarky fit. at the back. In terms of formation, Simon, I'll bring you in as well later on this when we finish talking to Josh. What do you want to do about the formation against Newcastle? Are, are we playing 5-3-2 to try and shit out our way to a point and frustrate 100%. Newcastle? Or, or are we going back to 4-4-2 and try and win the game? So win the game, we say. Shit out it. We don't want to yeah. play too open. Callum Wilson's looks really good. And for me, I, while I don't think Newcastle is you know, as good as everyone says they are, I think Arsenal were purely shit that night. I think we need to just not give them space. Yeah, and, and like like comments as like Barnes' shithouse and, and ability to draw fouls saved us that game just there. Yeah, yeah. Flyver Fred as well says, same five three two. Well, Josh, it's been good having you on. I appreciate you coming on. Um, you want to come on again? Uh, I'm going to say after the we'll, we'll see on I'm Sunday. Yeah, we'll I, see. I, won't, I won't be doing. Don't, don't, if we get relegated, I'm not going to sit here and, and do that to myself. I'm not going to do a yeah. stream after after. Well, the I've got two game. assignments due in, so. Well, good luck with them. I'm just going to get pissed. No matter what happens, I'm going to the manners of the Royal Dash. But Josh, thank you very much. It's been good to have you on. Simon, I want to ask you about the formation. What do you want to do about the formation on Sunday? Do we go 4-4-2 and try and win the game? Or do we go 5-3-2, shithouse our way to a point and hope that Leeds don't win? I personally think this 5-3-2 formation is the most effective we've looked. I know we got a few good results with that 4-4-2 when Mark Jackson had the new manager bounce. But if I'm brutally honest, the Aston Villa game in the opposite fixture, uh, were, they they taught us a lesson in the four four two formation and what it actually yeah. can be doing. When you take that new manager bounce out of the situation, I mean, Stephen Gerrard's being interviewed now. Um, I can't hear what he's saying, but I think that you look at the two interviews and just the, the body posture of the man. He's obviously not enjoyed today quite as much as he enjoyed his visit to Turf Moor. And I think 
that we need to be. I don't. I know that we are a classic four-four-two team, but I think Roberts is so much better as a wing back. I think defensively, yeah, we, I, agree. I think we lack. Um, but yeah, play five at the back. I'm, I think when you've got Long in, especially we need five at the back. And that's no disrespect to Long. I don't think he is a poor player, but I just feel more secure. Um, yeah, but now Talk is back. We don't need Long. We could we could go four four two. We're talking Collins at the back. But I I know what you're saying about we have looked better, especially defensively, these last couple of games. Well, do you know what though? I'd like to say five three two because it seems to work well with Mark Jackson. It seems to work well with the players that we have today. Uh, but going back over history, over Eddie Howe fixtures. When since he's left Turf Moor, we've been quite successful against Eddie Howe's teams, and all of them times we've been playing four four two Sean Dash style. So yeah. who's to say that a four four two wouldn't work against Eddie Howe and his Newcastle side? Yeah, but obviously with the beaters early in the season with the four four two, didn't they? And Newcastle had a bit of joy against us over the lockdown. Remember the beaters at the turf last season? I mean, last season, not season before, when I thought I thought, oh, we might be going down here. And um, what's he called? Fucking. B-Tech Corny scored that goal and he did that dance at the turf. Um, so who knows? It, it's weird. We, we do tend to have a bit of joy against Eddie Alcides, but not Eddie Alcides when he spent 100 million quid. Um, Chris Wood back at the turf on Sunday. Um, are we worried to face him or would you rather face him Caught. or Wilson? I'd rather play play against Regos, to be honest. Um, yeah, well, that's not an option at the minute. I think the comparison that maybe Newcastle fans put together of Callum Wilson and Chris Wood are two different, complete, completely two different players. Uh, and I think that if you played them up top with a Wilson, they'd be quite successful together. Um, and if I'm honest with you, I'd probably rather see us against Wood than Wilson. Uh, I think yeah. Wilson's another level of player who's a completely different type of player as well. Um I think that we would be more prepared to deal with the physicality of Chris Wood than the pace of Wilson. That's that's the reason I'm going with that. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Wilson scored against us earlier in the season. He scored against us on other seasons. Um, yes, we all know how good Chris Wood can be in the air and stuff. Uh, if the ball falls to him in the 18-yard box, chances are it's going in. But I agree 100%. If if the chances are... So I'm going to let you speak then. I was going to say, the chances are we will... If they're putting balls into Chris Wood, I'm confident Tarkey can, can clean them up. That's the exact point I was going to go down. A lot. I'm on TikTok in a minute and a lot of Newcastle fans have started following me. Obviously, we're still doing his air. And the frustration is that nobody crosses the ball to Chris Wood. So if you play Chris Wood, it's almost like playing with 10 men because they don't use him to the way that we would use him if we were playing him up top. Yeah, it's, yeah I think it's the same wheels with Eggholz. It's just a, a catch-22 situation. We're not playing to Veghorst's strengths. They're not playing to Wood's strengths. So we should just probably swap players back at the end of the season and everyone just be happy about it. Probably, yeah, but there'd still be some people whinging about it. It doesn't matter if Veghorst just missed a two-yard sitter. Um and Chris Wood is our all-time leading Premier League goal scorer. You will not appease the Burnley fans with saying that Chris Wood is is the man to have in, in front of the goal at that situation. But I think that we will be more adapted to playing against a physical presence. Look at Danny Ings today, mate. When he come on, could have had an hat trick. Mm. He, he just we just can't handle them little tricky players. Um, it's always that type of player. Even that. Um, well, how do you say his name? Now number ten for Villa today. Buendia. Buendia. He even like it just tears you apart, and we don't know how to handle that little person that drops into pockets and then runs in behind. It's just a different type of game than we're used to. And 
uh, at the end of the day, we should never, ever have had, had that much space for Buendia to run through the middle of the defence today. Was it because he faked his injury? I don't know, but it was still poor defending. Yeah, um, well, I know we mentioned it briefly earlier, but the foul throw, a lot's been made on Twitter about the foul throw. I'm not overly bothered about it. I, think I when just you're feel looking... like we could have done better defensively in that moment and we need to look at ourselves rather than looking at someone getting the two centimetres fucking advantage on a foul throw. Well, on the 73rd minute, there was a close-up of the referee giving a foul at the edge of our box to Aston Villa. And the, the if you can, anyone who can lip-read, it was quite obvious what was said. Tarkovsky is running to the referee, he's holding his hands in it to like say, and he's clearly mouthing the words, consistency ref. And the problem yeah. that we're all complaining about is that Burnley do not get them decisions. We don't we don't get marginal decisions in our favour. Matty Cash, they won't even look at his feet, but I tell you now, they look at where Robert's feet are planted when he's doing the long throw because they'll think, right, if he's doing a long throw, we'll make sure he does it right. They don't get Matty Cash, granted it was a quick throw in, granted it probably would have gone to the same place if both feet were planted on the outside of the pitch. But we won't get away with that. That is my problem. And it's a consistency going back to what Tarkovsky said to the referee. It's just not yeah, good enough. I completely agree. You've you've taken a picture of, of the, the handball tonight. The handball, you're talking about consistency. So I know we've mentioned the handball already, but the consistency is the perfect... The handball is a perfect thing to mention consistency with. How is it any different? I know we've spoken about this already, but you've mentioned consistency. So how is it any different from the Ashley Barnes one against Spurs? Where's the exactly it. It's no different, and it was one of the first things I mentioned on tonight's live. At the end of the day, MJ Barker just commented on that. It was a foul throw. It was on the pitch, and it doesn't really matter which way you dress it, mate. It's still a foul throw, and if you say a foul throw, it sounds a lot worse than what we saw. It doesn't matter what phase of play it's in. They don't let a free kick go ahead when it's a rolling ball. You can't say you can have a throw in because you've got one leg out the pitch. Uh, straight, don't worry about it. Just carry on. You, they don't allow it, and this consistency and the bias and the, the amount of times that Tarkovsky mentioned it on the pitch, like I said, that we were getting bundled over, but because it's Ashley Barnes, well, it can't be a foul. He always goes down to easy, but it's still a foul. Yeah. He's still contact. He's riding the challenge, um, but they do it and it's a foul. Kev Long got punished today two or three occasions where I thought that's harsh, that, because he's barely touching the player, but because they're smaller, they're falling over. They get it. Ashley Barnes is too physical to go down in the referee's opinion. Yeah. Johnny Von Trapp says unconscious or conscious bias. I, I, and Connor said conscious That's later on in question, the chat. Matt. I believe it's unconscious. I think I they do, just yeah. give stuff to the bigger teams without realizing that's what they're doing. I don't think there is a big corruption conspiracy yeah. thing against Burnley. Get Burnley out of the Premier League. We don't want them in the Premier League. I just feel that they naturally give stuff to the bigger clubs without realizing that's what they're doing. And that's why I always go on about a big six bias. When I say a big six bias, I don't mean that they intentionally say, yeah, we'll give Man United all, all we can. We'll give Liverpool all they can. I just feel they just do it because they're the bigger clubs, yeah, in my it, opinion. It, it's getting caught with the emotion of the game as well, right? And if you're yeah. at the grounds and you're at Villa Park and the crowd are on the back every time, you get caught up in the emotion. And if it was a conscious bias, then that would fall into the corrupt lines. And at the end of the day, it's unconscious because, like you said, they're getting caught in the emotion of it all. Like if they're at Anfield, if they're at Old Trafford, if they're at Villa Park, it doesn't matter where and that crowd is loud enough, you can force decisions. How many times do you say it to Earth Moore? Oh, we bought that one. Or oh, we got away with that one. Yeah. Because the crowd are booing or whatever. It's an unconscious 100%. But it, it happens. And it's happened clearly today. More clearly than I've ever seen it all season today. 
Yeah, yeah. And and on Saturday. It was so evident the last couple of games. The difference between the two handballs is just, there's nothing. If one's handball, the other one's handball, in my opinion. Um, man of the match chat. Get your man of the matches in. Um, I say that because North Films has literally just put who I will give it to. I think everybody's going to give it to this man. Mate. Nicholas Pope. Nick Pope was not man of the match today, in my opinion. And with Simon Cowell X Factor style, right? He was sublime. He was sensational. There are not enough superlatives to say. I don't think man of the match cuts what he was today. He was player of the season based on today's performance. And the rest of the season is just tipping it over the edge. He was so, so good. Them saves that he made today, he's been doing them time after time after time. The reason Pickford's England number one, we can go into another day. But he is one of the best, if not the best English goalkeeper and possibly one of the best in the Premier League. I mean, he, well, he is one of the best in the Premier League, but whether he's the best is another thing. He is sensational. Um, that save that he made today where he went got down low, the Gordon Bank style, we only mentioned that a few weeks ago that he did a Golden Bank style. I think he even did it at Spurs, didn't he? Um, yeah. And he, he does it time and time and time again. And we can argue that the Matty Cash goal shouldn't have stood. I know it won't Matty Cash, but the Matty Cash throwing shouldn't have stood. We can argue that we sh- um, we could have had a penalty. We can argue X, Y, and Z. But at the end of the day, mate, without Nick Pope in them nets, we wouldn't have even had an argument to have. It would have been five, four or five today, easy. Yeah, yeah. Inter- everybody's voted for Nick Pope, apart from James Briley, who's gone for Collins. Collins did play well, though. Uh, <laughs> for me. Nothing to do with Collins. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Johnny Von Trapp does say Collins was sensational as well. But it's down to the last day of the season, and I'm going to start wrapping it up. Um, let me know in the comments below who you think Sorry, if you think we are going to stay up, if you're a Burnley fan, let me know if you think we're going to stay up. If you're not a Burnley fan, because I know there's a West Ham fan in the chat, there's a couple of Leeds fans in the chat, let me know who you think is going to stay up as well, if you think Burnley can do it. Fingers crossed we can. All we need to do is match Leeds United, but I do think we are playing a more informed and better side than than what Leeds are. I think, and I know the league table doesn't lie, but if you could put, if you could put the league table after they bought Gramirez in, who is fucking class, by the way. And I said that at the time. I said that when they signed him. I don't know why he's at Newcastle. I get it for the project and the money. Mm. But he, he could easily be at Arsenal or Spurs. He is a very, very, very good midfielder. And I think he will have, not the freedom of the turf, because I do I do like Cork and Brown in the middle, but I am very, very worried about him playing against Burnley. Oh, mate. He, he, he's, sen- he's a sensational player. The fans, like I said, I see a lot of it with the following that I've got, but they are buzzing with him. I mean, he's a coup. Is it a coup signing? Is that the saying? I'm not, I'm not into yeah. the media terms of everything, but I just want to go back to the point of you said that we are playing a more in form side uh, than Leeds are. Technically, Burnley are in better form than Leeds, and Brentford in the last five games have got 10 points, Newcastle nine. So, technically, we're, we're in the better position. Yeah, okay. It's one of them, though, isn't it? Like, they're what is home, form? They're away. We're, we're yeah, doing better I, than they do. I, Leeds fans will. I, I admit, if there's any Leeds fans in the chat, I admit they will probably say they they disagree with that. I feel that, and you're a more positive person than I am. So you've you've gone for the positive stat, but I I don't know since December or since January. I can tell you now. I, I don't know how far how far back you can go on the website you're looking at, but I, I, I am 100 percent certain that. 
let Newcastle will be very, very far above uh, Brentford in the form table. So I, I, I don't know. I am very, very worried. I, I'm, I'm happy that we got the point tonight, and I'm happy that we are back in our it's back in our own hands. But for me, I don't know. I feel that Leeds can get a win at Brentford. I, I really feel that they can. Uh, do I feel we can beat Newcastle? A rejuvenated Newcastle with Grimiers in the middle. If Leeds win, I, I don't know. I don't know. We, I don't know how we get out of it. Well, to 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 back up your argument there, mate. Yeah, hundred percent. Leeds, uh, Newcastle third since the, in the last eighteen games. I, I only just clicked a random number that was I roughly guess was Christmas. So in the last eighteen games, uh, Newcastle are third to Brentford's mid table. But I am cutting air for some players the night before the game, and I will be saying, mate, you're going on holiday. You do not want an hamstring going at this point. Yeah, you know. You've 100%. got inter- you've got internationals. You've got you don't want to be missing your flat on Tuesday because you you know you got a little pull and you got to have seat. No, they've all, they've all got to go to bloody what's it called Dubai. Dubai you, know, you don't want to go to Dubai with a torn hamstring. Imagine going to Dubai mate. with a torn hamstring. I'll be saying Target, it. I'll be saying buddy. it. Come here, Rez. Chill. You know, Chris Wood's got win. a buddy game on uh, on fourth of June. I think it is around there that time. There you go. New Zealand is more important than Newcastle. 100% because if they win that, they qualify for the World Cup. Massive game for them. Yeah. So I will be playing yeah. that card, mate. And I will be emotionally attaching myself yeah. to... Emotion- guilt guilt trip them, mate. That's what we're trying will, to do. Mate. Chris does say, shame there's no World Cup in a few weeks. But as Simon has just said, there is a Newcastle... Uh, sorry, New Zealand game in a few weeks. And there is also Nation League games in a few weeks. Yeah. So there must be South American games as well. Gumirez, where's Gumirez from? South America somewhere, isn't it? Brazil. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Don't don't just just chill, everybody. Just chill, um, Newcastle. If 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 you're playing, um, Johnny Von Trapp though says Simon fireworks outside the hotel doing Everton. Uh, that... we'll talk. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that later. I don't know where they're staying. I get blindfolded in. <laughs> there you go. He gets blindfolded. I've seen that happen, by the way. To be fair, they blindfold him in and they spin him round three times, take his wheelchair off him. He's fucked. He don't know what to do, <laughs> uh, so they don't know where to go. But uh, but yeah, uh, Connor says Agent Simon, our man behind enemy lines. He's only going to cut air. He's not going to do anything silly. I've asked him to do silly stuff. He, he says no. <laughs> yes. He says no. Fair enough. You're not going to risk your career uh, for three points. I mean, I think I would risk my career for three points in this stage, but. If Burnley are in the championship, my career is severely dented in there in the championship anyway. True, true. At least you've got a couple of Newcastle lads and probably three Newcastle lads next season if the rumours are to be true that Tark is going up there. But that's just just newspaper talk. talk. Yeah, we'll get that disclaimer in there right now. But last prediction then, Simon. Staying up or going down just before we end the stream? Staying up 100%. We have to believe... We, I spoke about this to Target. We need to make Turf more hostile. We need to make it electric. Then players are walking out in the corner where we are the loudest. I want flags. I want flares. I want f- I want a lot of things to begin with. And I want us to get in there. And I'm travelling back from London for this game, and I will be screaming and shouting and cheering, and I want absolutely everybody there. I don't care how we create an environment or uh, an atmosphere, I would want it to be there on that day. I want to remember this for the rest of our lives. Yeah, fingers crossed we can do it. I'm not as optimistic as Simon, but I, I, now now we've got a point. I'm 60-40 that we're staying up. I, we, Leeds have got to beat Brentford. And like I, do I think they can beat Brentford? No. If it, it's a shame that we couldn't hold on. If we'd have held on, I'd have been like 90-10. 
that we stay up because Leeds had had to win. They can get a point against Brentford now, and if we get dicked, then then we're going down. But yeah, we have to create an atmosphere, hundred percent. And I've I've put a post up on, on Turfcast recently about 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 T falls. I want to cre- I want T falls yes, at the turf. Anything. It's a bit Flares, early. T-fall, it's a bit early flags. for that now. It, but we do need we do need to create the the, tur- the atmosphere at the turf isn't good enough. Let's say that no. it's not good enough. It needs to be better. I don't want to incite, encourage, or do anything that would create anyone getting in trouble. However, uh, I just want to reflect on what Everton did when they needed a win. I want to cr- yep. reflect. And look on at where what- Everton are now. I want to reflect on what Liverpool do on European nights when it's a big game. I want to reflect on absolutely any club that will do anything to get their club over the line. And we need to be like that. I want the Harry Potts way all the way down to Yorkshire Street like a carnival. I don't care. Right? We need to make it a, a Wembley at Turf Moor. Yeah, could you imagine? As Flyover Fred says, could you imagine? Flares at the Turf, the Premier League will dock us three points. They would know, as well. Yeah. After would, everything yeah, that's gone right. on recently, what a time for the camera to freeze. But thank you, everybody, for watching. It's gone on about 51 minutes, this. They only normally go on for about 40 minutes, half an hour. But obviously, it's been a big game, big weekend coming up. I will obviously not be doing a watch-along on Sunday because I'll be at the Turf. I'm going to try and do a vlog. But if we get beat and get relegated, it's never going to see the fucking day of the, the light of day, however you want to pronounce it. Um, and I might do a 60-second review, but again, if we if we go down, I'm just going to probably ignore the channel for a couple of weeks. I might do a relegation chat. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed we can stay up. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thank you, Simon, for coming on. And we will see you after the Newcastle game for hopefully a celebratory post-game show, which won't be on the day of the game because A, Simon's busy and I'm going to be out at the Miners getting drunk, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, I just, I just, want, about, I just want, I just want to be happy. What about if if we stay up? I am working in Peterborough, so I'll get back from Peterborough say eight pm. We'll do an, an, a nine o'clock roughly on the Monday night if you're not working. Yeah, um, I'm not. I booked Monday off because I work in Leeds. So if we went down, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to have to put up with the Leeds fans. So I booked Monday if, off. That's more proof of the pessimism. He's already planned. I don't want to face Leeds. <laughs> I'm, I'm not in today for obvious reasons, but I thought to myself, right, book Sunday off because we're playing and Monday. Because if I go in on Tuesday, they might have not forgotten about it, but it's not going to be in the forefront of the heads, is it? So I booked Monday no. off so we didn't have to, so I didn't have to put up here. But thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, Simon, coming on. If you haven't liked the show, like it now. If you haven't subscribed already, subscribe now. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Oh. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.